Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Guys, welcome to Parenthood Friday. Are you feeling good? I am feeling really good because I went to the chiropractor today because I go all the time anyway, but I hadn't been for ages and literally my neck was making me feel so sick and I feel human again. So praise Jesus for chiropractors. If you're a chiropractor, I love you. You guys changed my world, rock my world. Um, Before we get going into the third part of us talking about social media, I just want to apologize, guys, for some of the sound issues that pop up every now and then. It's really random. Like I've got a full proper, you know, podcast set up here and the connections seem to be all fine. But all of a sudden there's this, I don't even know how to describe the noise. My friend said it's because I've been eating too much curry. It's not me making the noise. Um, But yeah, anyway, I never know that the noise is happening until after I've recorded a podcast and then obviously I often don't have time to re-record it just for that, you know, three or four seconds. So I apologize. I have asked some of my sound gurus in my life to help me. Um, So anyway, please just keep bearing with me like I know that you do. You guys are amazing. Listenership just rocketing through the roof all the time. Um, And I really appreciate all of your guys' inboxes and messages. And when I bump into you, which is often all of the encouragement that you give me. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it because it is a lot of work punching out two episodes a week. Um, I do a lot of research for a lot of them. I prepare a lot, but I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of my week. Um, But it does help when I know that you guys are listening. All right, on to the topic for today. I have spent the last two weeks setting up why we should parent our kids on social media. Um, And so definitely go back and listen to those two because it is not easy. It is a lot of effort to be consistent in parenting your kids in this space. And so you really need to understand how important it is and what a huge investment it is in their lives and how it is utterly, utterly crucial. And like I said last the last two weeks, if you have younger children, please listen, please send this to your friends, please prepare for this next season because it is going to come upon you before you know it. So the last few weeks, we've looked at all the potential harms and downsides of social media. Now, of course, Yes, guys, there are good sides as well. But the main takeaway from the past two episodes is that the more screen time is without exception linked to more unhappiness. So that's what we spoke about the last couple of weeks. And this really should get our alarm bells ringing. To me, uh, you know, it should be obvious that we have no choice but to parent them actively in this online world. And if you're a parent who would do anything to keep your kids safe and to protect your kids, which I know that you are, um, then we really do have zero excuse now to not also be prepared to do it in this space. So I today want to give you, now I don't know how many we'll get through. I might split this over two, but we'll see how we go for time. But I've got 10 really practical tips and keys 
on how this could look and how it did look for me uh, within our family context. And so the reason for these 10 practical keys on how to practically outwork and parent your kids on social media is because we all want the same outcome. And that is we want our young people, our children to grow up thriving, happy, and well-balanced adults. And we also want young people who will learn to manage themselves in this area way beyond, you know, when they're 18 or 19 and we're not parenting them so heavily anymore. But before I start, I want to say one really important thing. It's not a matter of if, but when. So in other words, it's really not a case of, you know, if I need to parent them, you know, if I'm going to let them have a phone or if I'm going to let them on social media, but it's really a matter of when, when you're going to give them a phone, when you're going to let them on social media, because it is here to stay. So what I'm saying is you can't just say, oh, I'm not giving my kids a phone. I'm not going to let them on social media. Um, It's too, it's too dangerous. It's too this, it's too that. That's just, um, that's just impractical. Social media is here to stay. Internet's here to stay. Phones are here to stay. So trying to keep them away from it, it will be a a losing battle that you'll be fighting. Now, some parents hold off until their kids are like 15 or 16. They're like, I'm going to wait as long as possible to give my kids this stuff. And that's totally fine. But let me tell you what our approach was to that. I, this is what I figured once they're 18 and, or they start paying for their own phone bills, we really have less control over what they do because by then they're most likely also have a license and a car, right? So I figure that we have a very short window to parent them in regards to online activity. So if you think, well, I'm going to wait till they're 16, just remember that that really is only going to give you about two years from 16 to 18 to parent them. Do you think that you can do that in two years? Do you think you can parent them and teach them all the values you want them to learn about being online in two years? If you can, go for it. For me, I a part of me did want to hold off, but the other part of me was like, you know what? I would rather them have it earlier, like maybe 13 Uh, not all at once. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but in small increments, because that gives me a good five years from 13 to 18 to parent them and instill good values around the online world. So that was kind of our approach. All right. So here we go. Let's go through these really practical tips that um, you might want to take notes. You might want to jot these down. Um, because I think you might want to revisit these. Uh, And there's so much more to say, by the way, even beyond these 10 uh, points. Okay, so point number one, we've kind of covered it already, is this. Decide, I am going to parent my kids in this space. Okay, make a decision. Make a decision right now. I, my partner and I, we will do whatever it takes from our end to be engaged in this space. Decide right now, because I'm telling you, there are going to be arguments. uh, There's going to be days when you're going to think it is just far easier just to give in. So you need to decide and make a plan right now. 
I am going to be actively involved in parenting my kids in this area, and I am not going to take the easy way out because this is worth it. Okay, so that's my first easy peasy short point. Decide, yes, I'm going to parent them. Number two, be the parent. Once you've decided I'm going to parent them, I'm going to be the parent, I'm going to parent them in this area, you need to hold the line. And remember, you have to be the parent. Do you remember in other podcasts I've said, you know, when we're trying to teach our kids, for example, first time obedience, I would often self-talk to myself and go, I'm the parent, they're the child, I'm the parent, I'm the boss, I'm the boss, what I, you know, what I want goes. Uh, It's the same with this. You have to almost convince yourself, I'm the boss in this area. I am going to be the parent. I'm going to be the boss, not them. Even if I don't know that much about technology, it doesn't matter. You, as their parent, you do know better. They're going to think they know better than you about this, but they don't. You do, especially if you've listened to this podcast in the last two episodes. You definitely know better because I've armed you with some really good stats to put in your arsenal when your kids start arguing with you. So in this whole being the parent, be confident in that so that you're ready for the opposition when it comes and you don't cave because at the young teenage years, they are incapable of managing themselves. So you have to do it for them. They will want to be on their phones. They will want to be engaged in social media far more than you will want to allow them. Just like they will want to eat too much junk food and they want to stay up later than they should on school nights, but you know better and you parent them in these areas. Now, add on top of this, the addictive nature of screen time. So they will not like it when you put your foot down at times. So get ready for that. They will most likely fight you at times. Even my kids did, probably particularly Georgia on this one being being the oldest. Um, But look, she's pretty mild. Her version of fighting back is pretty mild. But still, any kid will give you a run for your money because they're looking around and assuming what all their friends are allowed to do. So decide, I'm the parent, I know what's best, and I'm going to lead, okay? Which takes me to number three. What I want to do over the next few moments is I'm going to take you through a when, what, where, how, and why of social media, okay? So we've done our first two points. Number one, decide to to parent them. Number two, so be the parent. But I just now want to go through, so this will take us through three, four, five, six, and seven, the when, what, uh, where, how, and why of parenting them on social media. Okay. Now, I want you to hear this through because you can't just take one of these without taking all of these. These all belong together. They go hand in hand, okay? Like like ice cream and chocolate topping. <laughs> I can't I can't think like like cheese and pasta. I don't know. Think of two things that go together. All right. Let's start with the why. Number 3. You've got to decide the why. Okay. What do I mean by this? Like with everything I teach you guys, 
You've got to give your kids the why behind the what. Now they're used to this because if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that even when they're little and we're teaching them their we're teaching their moral heart. The way we do that is we teach them the why behind everything that we're doing and everything we're teaching them. And it's the same with this. They need to know why you're going to be setting certain rules, why you're going to be doing certain things. They're going to need to know the why behind your what. Don't just enforce these strict rules around social media and phones and say, because I'm the parent and I said so. Okay, let's do a little bit more than that. Try and appeal to their sense of understanding and reason by telling them why you're setting certain things in place. That's why I gave you guys some of the stats over the last few weeks. Let them know some of the stats that I gave you. But don't just, you know, I was listening to Renee's podcast and she said they're going to get their back up. Make it your own. Own those stats. And when you see different uh, examples come up, use them. Come alongside them like their coach, okay? This is probably an important point here. When it comes to their phones, you want to be like their coach, okay? Not, Not like their boss, Um, they'll respond a lot better. You know, so telling them, I love you. I want you to be happy. And you know what? Guess what? The studies are showing and then talk about all the unhappiness and the depression and the decrease in skills that's affecting their abilities to get jobs and all, all sorts of that, you know, those kinds of things. So for example, I might say to Ashton, you know, bud, you're going to be so much better when you go and have a job interview when you go for a job because you actually are so good at talking to people face to face because you're not on your phone all the time. They're the kinds of conversations you want to be having. It's very powerful to use stories and examples. I used a few stories over the last few podcasts, but try and come up with your own. Um, Listen to your kids around this as well for cues. Like if they're talking about someone in at school who maybe is really unhappy or really depressed, you know, show compassion, show empathy. Oh, that's so sad that they're like that. Why do you think your friend is like that? And get them talking because usually you'll start to hear things like, you know, maybe your child will say things like, oh, their parents are really busy or, um, you know, they're on, usually something will come up around that. Their parents work all the time, too busy. And then kind of, you can start weaving in there. Well, I wonder what they do in their spare time. And often they're just on PS4 or they're probably on their phone. And so you can start to talk about, you know, what makes kids around them happy and what makes them unhappy and use those stats again, weave it into your conversation. Um, But I guarantee you, your kids will come up with the stories and you can just help use those stories to reinforce values. Okay. So that was number three. So whatever you're doing, make sure you're constantly putting before them the why behind the what. We're going to get really practical in a moment. Remember I said, these all belong together, the why, what, when, where, and how. All right. Number four, let's decide on the when. So when is a huge question that you're going to need to pre-plan. What do I mean by when? What age will you let your child have a phone? Okay, that's what I mean by when. When are you going to let them have a phone? When are you going to let them have social media accounts? Have a plan. Don't parent, don't let your kid lead the way, you lead the way. So for example, my kids got a phone, particularly the older two, when they went to high school because they caught a bus. And the purpose of that was safety. 
so that they could call us if they needed. Okay. Now I'm going to talk to you a bit in a bit long, uh, in a little while about what what kind of phone I gave them. But let's just go with the when for now. Okay. So that's when my kids got a phone. Ashton was a little bit um, older because he then was catching a bus with his brother and sister. He didn't need a phone. Um, and so we kind of held off a little bit longer on him. So you need to decide when you're going to give them a phone and when you're going to let them go on socials. When are you comfortable with them having their own Instagram account or Facebook account? Um, Do you want them on uh, things like Snapchat? Make all of these decisions prior. Now, little tip here, the legal age for Facebook, at least, I'm not sure about Instagram, but I'm gathering it's the same and I don't know about TikTok, but the legal age is actually 13. Okay. So that's one thing to take into account. The other thing to take into account when it comes to the when is know your kids' personalities. Okay. My boys were nowhere near as interested in social media platforms as Georgia was. And so with Georgia, I had to think, I had to really think carefully. She wanted to jump on straight away when she was 13. Now, when my boys were 13, they didn't kind of really care. So I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, boys, Georgia had Facebook when she was 13. Would you like a Facebook account? Like if your kids aren't interested, great. Don't even talk, don't even worry. Just, I, I didn't even talk about it until my kids kind of came to me. I thought I'm happy to hold them off that bit longer. Now, Georgia was 13 when we let her open up an Instagram account. Uh, Instagram, even just those seven years ago, was a little bit more innocent than what it is now. Um, I don't know if maybe I would have been a little bit stricter if it was now, Um, but I still probably would allow it at 13. I know my sister-in-law has just worked through this recently with her daughter. Um, And she, she did actually, she was guided a lot by me. She's like, how do we do this? And she just did it brilliantly. She's actually done it really well with how she's monitored her on that, but we'll keep talking about that in a moment. Uh, But Georgia was not so interested in Facebook and she still isn't. So she's got an account, but wasn't really active. So the boys were probably about 14 by the time they were on social media. So just go with this basic rule. Just don't give them everything at once, okay? Just give them small increments and let them build trust. So don't go, yeah, great, you're 13. Let's open up a TikTok, a Snapchat, an Instagram, and a Facebook. Like, don't do that. Just give them one little thing at a time, okay? So that's the first four. All right, I reckon we'll get to number five and then we might finish on that and do the rest next week. But number five is let's go with the what. All right, we've done the why, we've done the when. Now let's look at the what. What do I mean by that? All right, firstly, what kind of phone do you want to give them? And secondly, what platforms are you or aren't you happy with? All right, let's start with the phone. You can really be smart about this. With both my eldest two, we started them with the flip top phone. And Georgia was like, oh, flip top phone. And by the time I had, by, by the time Ashton was 13, he was like, mom, you've got to be joking. So, but we could get away with it with Georgia. So flip top phone, basically all she could do was call and send a message in a very clunky flip top phone kind of way. And she had no internet. Okay because she was on this flip top phone. Now, just remember, if you do hand them an iPhone, which Ashton did get once we gave him one, do you want them to have unlimited access to the internet, YouTube, videos, social media, messaging, uh, 
TikTok, all of those platforms, because that is what's going to happen. All right. So just decide your what. Okay. So if you give them a phone, can you start with a flip top? Because really it's just for safety. Remember, or is it like, okay, no, we're going to start them on an iPhone. Well, you've got a whole heap more problems there. So you're going to have to take a lot into account. Like, am I going to give them internet access? Okay. We will talk about that in just a moment or perhaps next week. So then think about all the platforms. Okay. Remember we're doing the what, so what kind of phone, what kind of platforms are you happy with them being on? So once you've decided the age, what are you happy with? I know for me, the one that I regret that I wish I'd put my foot down on a big no would have been Snapchat. Uh, I don't like Snapchat because things can disappear quickly and you've got no proof of what is being sent and what people send your kids. Now, thank goodness my boys were not interested on Snapchat uh, in Snapchat, but Georgia was. um, And I probably regret that one the most um, because of the fact that things can disappear. And it just gives too much opportunity for things to go wrong, such as nudes being sent or inappropriate messages or even bullying. Another one that concerns me is definitely TikTok. Uh, The nature of the scrolling video after video is very concerning to me because there is, for several reasons. One is there's very addictive elements to that. Do you know, guys, that the guy that invented that scroll, 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 and that, um, you know how you can refresh your phone, you can refresh like Instagram, whatever, by pulling it down and then it flicks back up and it refreshes. The guy that invented that used the same principle that is used for poker machines. I know, right? Just let that sink in. So some of the actions that we do, like the the scrolling and the refreshing, those are based on people who made poker machines and gambling. So it is meant to be addictive. So that concerns me about TikTok, that constant going from video to video to video. But the other thing that worries me more about TikTok is, is the fact that your kids are going to find all sorts of things on there that are most likely going to differ in the values that you want them to learn. Let me give you an example. One of the things I see the most on TikTok that I don't really see as much on the other platforms is things are things like pronoun videos, teaching people how to use pronouns so that you don't offend people. I see that all the time. Or there are challenges on TikTok that um, are dangerous. One came up just this week in the uh, in the news about teenagers are doing this um, this challenge where. I actually haven't looked into it. I don't know if they're holding their breath or what they're doing, but it makes them pass out and go unconscious. And so all of the the ambos are really concerned about that one. Or here in Brisbane, we've got a bunch of girls from one of our uh, very well-known and high-up grammar schools. They're identifying as animals in the schoolyard, walking around on all fours, meowing, etc. Where do you think they learnt that? They certainly didn't learn it from their textbooks at school. They're learning that from social media, namely TikTok. Look, I know I'm not painting a very good picture, but I'm trying to, what I'm trying to teach you is which ones are you the most happy with? Your kids are going to engage in them. So you're best off picking the least. This is my opinion. Okay. My opinion, pick the least of the evils. Um, so I'm just not a huge TikTok fan. My kids didn't go on that until later, till they're a bit older. I really didn't like, don't like Snapchat. Look, even Instagram, 
Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, you can actually get porn, soft, 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 hard, soft porn right through to harder porn on Instagram. I'm obviously that is concerning. Um, so even Facebook obviously has got, got its issues as well. I don't know about the porn side of things on Facebook. Maybe one of you guys could tell me about that. But look, even as I'm saying it, I'm, I'm really going through all this going, are you kidding me? Like what the heck? what are we doing to our kids? There is this massive pressure to be putting them on all of these platforms that, like I've just explained to you, really are not great for them and it's become normal. But this is why I'm doing this series for you guys, because if you try and keep them away from it, they're going to get to an age where they're going to be on it anyway. So I would rather us parent them but I would say the biggest thing would be slow and steady, like I said before, okay? And decide on all of these things. So remember, number one, decide to parent them, okay? You've got to be involved. You've got to know what they're doing on TikTok. You've got to know what's going on on their Instagram. There is so much danger out there. You do, you've got to parent them. Number two, be the parent. Don't be intimidated when they're like, oh, my friends are doing it, mom. Who cares? be the parent. And then we just went through the why, the when, and the what. All right. So why, teach them why you're giving them rules, why you're giving them boundaries, the why behind the what, all of those things about their happiness, their mental health, all of that. Then decide on your when, when am I going to give them a phone? When am I going to let them on social media? You know, what, what suits our family? What are our values in this? And then the fifth one was what, so what kind of phone are you going to give them and why are you going to give them that kind of phone and what are you going to let them on and why, you know, don't just go, Oh, everyone's on TikTok, go on TikTok. Like just be really careful and explain these things to them. Now I feel in one way, a part of me wants to say, don't ever give your kids a phone. Don't let them on any social media. I know what it can do to them, but I know that that's not real life either. And do you know, it's like anything. It's like saying, don't ever walk into a newsagent back in the day. Don't ever walk in a newsagent because your kid might pick up a centerfold magazine and start looking at it, all right? It's that, think of it like that. Or don't ever, don't ever walk into a bottle They might walk out an alcoholic, okay? So just because we're giving them these things, um, that's why we have to parent them because we're teaching them how to use these platforms, how to use the internet, how to use their phones in the way, in such a way that they can thrive and not get caught up in the downside of it. Okay. All right. Anyway, I can't believe how long that took to do five. We will definitely do the next five where we'll get into some more nitty gritties about what this can look like in your home. But I hope that helps you be the parent, decide to parent, be the parent, why, when, and what. Anyway, guys, I hope that weird noise didn't happen. Please, Jesus. Anyway, have a wonderful week and come back and join me on Wednesday. We're doing a series that um, everyone's really loving. Actually, not just the girls, the boys are really loving it. It's called, well, it's for the boys. It's called Hey Boys, Did You Know? And I've got an amazing guest speaker, Jake Minkio, who uh, is our youth pastor at um, Public and incredible wise human being. Um, who's dropping lots of gold. And um, yeah, so come along. It's been really great. Otherwise, I'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye.